Hello, hello. Good morning, everyone. <clears throat> good to see a few people on. Morning, morning. Hey, good morning, Namal, Allison, Chris, Luke. Hopefully, uh, a few of you guys had a bit of a break, maybe uh, a little bit of a long weekend. Heading up to far north. Say hello to Townsville for me while you're up there, Chris. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Some, some of you might know, but I was uh, born in Charters Towers in far north Queensland. Grew up in Charters in Pentland. Some of you would never have heard of either of those places, but uh, anyone who's from the from the north would know. Morning, Jay. How are you, mate? Simon, good morning to you. Great to see a few of you guys on this morning. The early bird catches the worm, as they say. Uh, hey, morning, Scott. Good to see you. Anyone who's new, if you're new, hello. If you don't know already, Jason Witten's my name. Most of you know that. So, But if you're new, if you're popping by, if you're, you know, if you're out and about, and uh, you've stumbled by us, either brand new to our mentoring and coaching program, or you might have found us through some of the social channels, uh, welcome to you. And uh, each morning, we have a thing called the Wealth Coffee Chat. Been doing it for about two years now. This is our third year, I think, going, which is awesome. And uh, a bunch of keen beans who are mad about property investing get together each morning, and we hang out and have a bit of a chat about what is going on out there in the marketplace. And uh, plenty of noise out there in the marketplace, that is for sure. Morning to you, Jeff and James and David, Natando. Yeah, Jeff, um, everything's having a little bit of a moment, isn't it? A little bit of a moment. One thing I do know, we all know this, the world doesn't end in metaphorical terms like that. You know, um, share markets shake up, property markets shake up, Bitcoin shakes up. Um, but our job, our job as investors, certainly as property investors, is keep our eye on the prize, the long-term strategy, the long-term strategy about what we're up to and where we're going and why we're doing it because it's times like this, team, that uh, will count. And uh, I said in my little intro this morning, the next three years, the next three years, how you and I behave as property investors, will influence significantly the next 30 years of your property wealth, the next 30 years of your property wealth. And um, certainly, certainly, I've seen so many people, so many investors uh, enter the property market in the good times. I call them good time Charlies, good time Charlies. And uh, at the first sign of an interest rate going up, or the share market wobbling, or something happening. They run for the hills and like, oh, the property prices are falling. Kidding me, kidding me. If that's you, wake up, smell the roses, smell the coffee, whatever it is, because that's not how you behave as an investor. You have a long-term strategy. So today, I wanted to talk about some of that stuff. I always like numbers. I like a good spreadsheet. Anyone in, in here like a good spreadsheet? Because really, for us as property investors, we have to keep our eye on the long-term plan um, and uh, we need to know within, you know, 10 seconds what you, can, what you can say. So tell me in the chat. I'll tell you my strategy. Uh, I'll tell you my strategy uh, for my property portfolio. It's 25 
investment properties owned outright, creating a passive income of $500,000 a year for me from my rental income. And I use $2 million of my equity for acceleration income to add another two hundred to $300,000 worth of passive income a year. There's my strategy. That's it. It's easy. It's very simple to write down. I'm well on my way. You guys tell me in the chat right now, what's your strategy? What is your plan? Don't make it complicated, team. What is it? Is it five? Is it eight? Is it 10? Is it 20 properties? Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It's whatever it is for you. How many properties? What's the passive income? And in what time frame? Um, away we go. And Jeff, you know, I started out, my plan was five when I first started out. And over now 27 years of investing, uh, I've blown myself up twice though, Jeff. Um, so you guys don't have to blow yourself up. I've done some stupid things. I'll tell you that one day. If we get a chance to hang out, tell you about the stupid things I've done. <laughs> Uh, I've invested in seriously expensive lessons, so you guys don't have to, all right? All right, just let me tell you. Um, So, but that's my plan. That's what I want to do. Boom, Chris is on it. Three million value, 150K income. Boom, that's it. Everything else is noise, folks. Thanks for sharing, Chris. If anyone else wants to give it a whirl. And listen, don't be... um, you know, don't be worried about sharing some of these ideas and goals, team. You, you, you have to put it out there. Sometimes you need to speak it out loud. And then you sort of start to say, oh, well, what am I going to do? How do I do this um, as we go along? So for all of us, team, <clears throat> right now, five to seven properties, one every two to three years. Boom, Alison. Alison's in the acquisition phase. All right, we've talked about this as well. So I love that, team. I love it. So today I wanted to just, you know, take a moment, maybe uh, maybe, just I like the idea of going, all right, well, what does it look like? Because there's a lot of noise out there. Like Jeff was pointing out a second ago, right? You know, the share market's down, Bitcoin's down, you know, everything's down, property prices to go down 20%. Boom. Nice, Jeff. You know, like this, this stuff, is all noise and rubbish and all bullshit, ladies and gents. Dave, boom, five to six rentals, 150 net. I love it. And the, and the simpler we can make our property investing goal, the better off we are because it keeps us on track. Luke, 150 in income, three mil outside of super, three mil inside of super. Boom. And why do we want three mil inside of super, Luke? Because it's tax-free when you retire. Tax-free, folks. All right. I'm excited. I'm all big Kev today. About enough coffee. Um, <laughs> we should have a look at this. So, have a simple plan, really easy to communicate, and then the details of implementation. Sure, that that's a bit jiggery pokery. That takes time. Um, as we go, yep. Jeff's Jeff's got another pay rise coming. Every time you get a pay rise, you can buy another property. I love that. I love it. I love it. Don't get caught up in the noise. Don't become chicken little right now. You guys know the drill. And if you're, and if you're new, uh, welcome. But, you know, we don't get influenced by the media and, and rubbish and fear and ignorance as property investors. We look at facts, information. We make sure we have buffers in place 
safety buffers in our portfolio to make sure we can weather any storms or uncertainties that, you know, we we didn't know what was coming. Uh, And we keep our eye on the medium to long-term goal, which is, like Jeremy says here, 10 mil, 500K in annual income. Boom. This is it, folks. This is what we do. You keep it simple and get on with it, all right? Uh, I've got some advice for all of you. Don't read the newspaper. It's rubbish, complete and absolute garbage. And if you get stressed out by this stuff, then ignore it, all right? So let's just have a quick look today. I wanted to maybe go through some numbers. Hopefully you can see this, and I'll zoom in a little bit so we can have a little look, right? So here's the simple thing. Let's do let's do a simple plan. Let's do uh, Alison or Dave's plan. Call it five to seven properties. And we're sitting here right now. We've got a principal place of residence. I'm going to zoom in a little for you guys so we can see it. We've got our PPR there. There we go. I've got our PPR down the bottom here. You can see 750, bought it a while ago. I've got a bit of equity in it. You know, my loan's only 400. Um, I've got it on interest only. It's probably kicked in a PI. And there's some expenses. Expenses go up. I'm not including that in my cash flow for my passive income. Why am I not including in my passive income? Because it doesn't create any rent, folks. All right, so let's have a bit of a look at how we might go about doing this. Here's my goal. I said, right now, in 20 years' time, I want to create a passive income of $100,000. And um, as of today, um, I don't have an investment property. I've got zero rent. I've got zero gross rent in in my mix. Um, Let's have a bit of a look at it. And you can have a bit of a, a sticky beak at you know, all sorts of spreadsheets and whatever. And you can run around with this. I've got this little one here that our mentoring clients um, get access to. But let's go through and just have a look at the process of keeping our eye on the prize. Right now, you know, the the unfortunately uneducated and unfocused and uncoached, or what are they what are they looking at right now? What's what's in their mind when it comes to the property market right now? Chuck that in the chat right now. You know uh, what's going on? What for for someone who's uneducated, uncoached, unsupported, getting you know a blasting from the from the fear and ignorance the media's media's winding up. Yeah, that's it. They're just fear, and then what do they do? They don't do anything. All right. Um, they they had they thought they had a good plan, and then they're like, "Oh, is my plan any good anymore?" Right? It was fantastic, literally. Six months ago, it was the best plan on the planet. You were happy as Larry, but now the marketplace is changing a little bit and your plan is now no good. What? Come on now, folks. Your plan is awesome. Your plan, like David said, there's five to six rentals uh, for a $150,000 passive income is fantastic. Get on with the plan. Get on with the plan. There's machinations of getting it done. Yeah. You know, servicing and interest rates and rents. That, that's a machination. That is not a reason not to do anything. Team, let's go. Anyway, a little bit uh, little bit fired up this morning. I've just seen so much rubbish out there from the media. It's just ludicrous, ludicrous. Anyway, let's have a look at this. All right, so let's get on with it. Let's get on with our plan. We've got our eye on the prize. We're going to add ourselves an investment portfolio. 
Yeah, yeah. Don't don't listen to them. <laughs> don't listen to them. They're not. They're not. Um, they don't care about your future. Right. So let's do this. Let's get on with adding ourselves uh, some investments. Okay. So we're going to add an investment. We're going to say, "Yep, yeah, I'm going to buy an investment property." You find the right property. That that's right, Mahan. Right. That's right. Yeah. Then you say it's too hard. Listen, everything's like everything's hard. If something was easy. I don't know. Has anyone found anything easy in life? Like, tell me, of anything of value. Tell me in the chat. Like, a good quality relationship, a good quality career, a good business, a good property investment, um, great children, you know, personal development. Has anyone found it, like, easy? Like, who said life was meant to be easy? That's ludicrous. Anyway, <laughs> there you go. It is hard. It's hard. It certainly is hard. It's simple. It's it's actually really simple, but it is hard. I, I I grant it. But choose your hard, folks. You know, choose your hard. Poor being poor is hard. Yeah, being poor is hard. Yeah. So why don't we just put the hard into being financially well off? Let's no, just anyway. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go, hey. Uh, anyway, let's have a look at this. So, we bought an investment property. Now, here we go. We've added, we've added some rent. Okay, we've added some rent to our portfolio as we've gone along. Uh, and in twenty and in twenty forty two is our destination year, folks. Over here, if you see twenty forty two, you know it's not going to cut it. We've got um, <laughs> that's right, Luke. If plumbing was easy, everyone would do it. Then right, mate. Yeah. So you know we're we're, so we're on five or six properties. You know, like um, you know Jeff, David, you know Luke, Allison here. Let's have a look at that. Chris probably as well. You know. All right. So over in our destination time frame, you know our gap between our gap between where we want to be. And where we are, if we just bought one investment property, well, passive income of only $10,000. That's not enough, folks, is it? And let's have a look over here. I've put a growth rate of 4%. 4% is pretty low, okay? That's what I've put. And I've put a rental growth rate of 2%. And over here, I've got it going from a 3.5% interest only after five years, kicking into P&I for 4%. You can make that whatever you want. I could, we can put that five percent if you want. It doesn't doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. Okay. Uh, and I've got some expenses per year, about five thousand dollars a year, increasing at point oh two percent per annum. So which is like one point under inflation of three percent for expenses over the year. So it's kind of there. It's general. It it works. Let's have a bit of a look at what it might look like. All right. And uh, let's have a look. As we're going along, when did I buy that one? I bought that in 2020, and we've got you know, um, we're building our portfolio, so we're not there yet. We've got six thousand dollars of passive income in 20 years' time. Anyone retiring on that? No. Okay, so let's go and let's let's buy ourselves another property. Bit of equity, getting closer to the mark, folks. As we're going along, okay. <clears throat> Again, let's buy ourselves uh, a third property now. We're here in 2022. 
you know, we're, we're looking to get there in 20 years, okay? You know, if you take a little time out right now and you go, oh, that's it, you know, I won't buy anything, um, you know, I'll wait three years, five years, et cetera, et cetera, it's not going to work, right? Because, look, we still have a, a large gap in our passive income. Up here, our total passive income. We've got a, a significant amount of gross rent. So it's only taken us three properties to create a gross rent, which is uh, pretty significant at that point. But our expenses are still there. What's the what's the largest expense, team? What is the largest expense that we have as a property investor? Tell me what it is in the chat. You guys know this. I know this. We all know this. The number one expense we have is our interest rates, our interest, our loans, right? The good part about it is ultimately, eventually, some of your mortgages will pay themselves off, folks. They will. We've got to have some time in the market as we do this, as we go. All right, here we go. Yep, interest. There you go. Right. So we've got three investment properties. Let's go. We've got a plan, five to six. We're doing that. And over time, let's say in 20, let's, we buy one this year. If we've got the equity, we've got the capacity, we buy one, right? We don't care about the silliness in the marketplace. You know what will happen? What happens? Yeah, damn land tax indeed, um, Ingrid. Got a structure, the right way to buy things for land tax. Give us a shout out if you need a few tips. So as we go, you know, if you can, you should. That's always my that's always my attitude when it comes to capacity to buy. But right now, what will happen? Your ability to buy maybe something a little bit better this year and next year might improve. You know, there might be a bit less competition in the market. There might be some better quality properties around that you can purchase. Um, there's always an upside to that stuff, folks. All right. And now we're getting at we're getting to the pointy end of it. 2025 from today. From today. Maybe we've already got a couple under our belt. We keep our acquisition plan going and check out our passive income up here. <clears throat> okay. As we go. All right. And the more if we can add one, we squeeze one more property in. We sneak it in. All right. In 20, let's call that 2020. Six, 2026. All right. Okay. And we're done. We're done, folks. We are done. We're done. We got our um we got our mortgages. I always put my mortgages here at a hundred percent. You guys know that we borrow at a hundred percent or a hundred and five percent often if we're using equity, right? Uh, as we go. So have a look at that. Uh, have a look at those. There we go. Point. Just got to adjust that. There we go. Total passive income. But have a look at the gross rent, team. Have a look at the rent. Now, there's a destination. We've got a 20-year plan. I'm going to zoom in on this so we can have a bit of a look. All right. Let's have a bit of a Let's have a bit of a sticky. All right. Let's go this way. Here's our plan. One more zoom. Number of properties, seven, which includes your principal place of residence. That's six investment properties. Total passive income here, and in 20 years' time, our goal was to reach $100,000, okay? Now, some of us already are well underway, okay? Some of us are already 5, 10 years into our plan, which is perfectly fine. No problem. No problem at all. 
Um, uh, yep. We, uh, it should be in the Facebook group uh, team. If you don't have access to it, you need to be in the, the mentoring Facebook group, Alexis. Um, if you are in there, I'm quite sure you are. You should be able to find it. If you can't, just tag your coach and your coach will hook you up. So let's have a look. 20 years' time, we hit our goal. But this is only the beginning. This is only the beginning, team. Let's let's just say we were saying, all right, okay, in 10 years' time, we wanted we wanted a goal of $100,000. Well, the challenge is in 10 years' time, the gap between you know what the costs are and what the income is is not is not working okay so if we come back here and we say right 15 years time getting close no the gap's not there yet we're not we're not in in the in the mix yet let's have a look at 20 years time boom takes time to create the passive income because the rent goes up and the costs come down okay as we go and you can see the difference in here where if we say in um, in value, we've got a pretty significant amount of equity up the top here, okay, in 20 years' time. But let's change that to 30 years and see what happens. Right, did everyone see that? Did everyone see that? Watch this. Watch this. 20 years. 20 years' time. The compounding difference. Don't miss this. The compounding difference of another 10 years. So we've got 100,000. We're doing good, right? But check this out. Actually, look, 10 years. Tell me, right there, right there, you're sitting here looking your 10 years into your investment portfolio, folks. You're 10 years into your investment portfolio. Your total passive income is negative 90. Now, that's not exactly negative 90 because we've got no cash backs on that. Um, and, um, no tax back on that, but just what? How would you feel right now if right there you're going? Oh, gee, that's a bit. That's a bit harsh. Negative ninety thousand dollars a year. What? What would you say? Tell me in the chat. What? What would be one word? One word to say about have you reached your goal when it comes to your property portfolio at that point? Tell me in the chat. How, how have you gone at that point? Tell me what would you say. What would you say? At that point, you'd say, all right, okay, killing it, happy, sad. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, I'm not going to say anything here. All right, what, what would you say, right? You'd be a little bit upset, okay? So then we knuckle down, we keep our eye on the prize, okay? And then we go at year 20. Hang in there, sport. That's it. I like it, Chris. Year 20. All right, our passive income's looking good. The difference in that 10-year part, that second part, the second half, or let's call it the let's call it the second quarter in the game. Right? Look at that, 100k. Keeping going now, 30 years. Now, some of you might be saying they're sitting at home going, "Gee, I don't know, I'll last 30 years." <laughs> you will, you'll be lasting. But check it out. Look at the difference in the income right now. That's 369. Compound interest, baby, indeed. Boom, Luke. So, team, we're talking, we are talking about, you and me, we're talking about 
a 15 to 20-year plan minimum, a 20 to 30-year plan crushing it, crushing it. Look, look, have a look. Just check this out. I'm going to go back. Right. I want you to see this one. All right, let's zoom in. Let's let's zoom in and tell me. Look at that market value right there, folks. Look look at that market value. In 30 years' time, if you buy well. Now, I have adjusted a small amount, strategically sell when you need to, to enter to transfer your assets into a tax-free environment. That's one of the ones. Have a look at that. $15 million worth of value, and that was only a 4% capital growth at 4%, folks, 4%. That's pretty conservative. Come on, come on. That's 1% above long-term inflation. The average increase year-on-year year of property is between 7 and 9%, depending on, depending on which stats you look at, all right? Check that out. Anyway, I think this is good. This is where I come back to every time. Every time the market carries on like a pork chop, you know, things are, you know, <clears throat> things are a bit uncertain. Team, come back to your plan. Your plan is to get five to six properties. That's all that matters right now. And, and you know what? So what? So if you bought something two years ago, it went up 100 grand and now it adjusts 50 grand according to a valuation from the bank. Who gives a shit? What does that matter? You buy another one today and you're just buying it at today's market price. It doesn't matter. The plan is 15 to 20 years' time. All right? As long as you've got your buffers in place, you'll be absolutely um, on track with your plan. All right. Anyway, I've gone a little bit over today, but hopefully that was useful. I always like coming back to what is my plan? Keep your eye on the prize Know that over time, you've got to give your portfolio time to mature. Like any good thing, uh, it takes time to become awesome. And uh, the longer you own them, often, 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 especially if you maintain them and look after them, the better they become. The better they become, team. Anyway, I'll stop ranting now. Coffee, wealth coffee chat done. (laughs) You guys be awesome. Be awesome. Have an awesome day. Give me a shout out if you need any help anytime. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it, Ingrid, you know. The newspapers have no accountability to what they have. And they put this little thing, opinion, opinion, opinion in the top, okay? (laughs) Go team, go team. Stay the plan indeed, David. Thanks, Thanks, guys and girls, ladies and gents. Team, good to see you. You guys have an awesome day. Bye for now. Hey, remember, tonight, 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 we've got Andrew Wilson coming along to mentoring. Uh, and he is awesome at data and stats. We're going to dive deep into that tonight. We've got a two-hour get-together with him and Sam Saggers. Um, let's do it. Yeah, that's right, Ingrid. <laughs> All right, team, good to see you. Be good. See you tonight. Bye-bye. Thank you.